0: up everybody and skip sports entertainment episode 95 we will be back consistent i will be back consistently finally last week was finals week i had an episode the first week of december last week i did not do one uh had my finals got those finished up next semester will be a breeze so there should be no issues here from uh, here from here on out break down the show typical show as usual Kind of building up to my end-of-year review. I'll be putting that together over the next couple weeks. It'll be a big one. Similar to last year's, there's top five moments in football, baseball, basketball, wrestling, entertainment. And then my personal top five favorite moments that I did not include in those lists. And then just maybe some rants to go along with those. (coughs) Run down the show real quick. Same as usual, like I said, in Skeeps 4, best of the week. My week 15 picks, my NFL tiers, a bit of a twist in that one. Then I have the NBA, Best of the West, Beasts of the East. Starting off with Inskeeps 4, remember we start off with least entertaining to most entertaining or least watched first to most watched. (coughs) Starting off with WWE. There is a wrestler named Austin Theory. He is the current United States champion. He was the youngest Money in the Bank winner of all time this year. Um, interesting tidbit here with Austin Theory. First off, the dude is super talented. He has the charisma. dude is a freak athlete. He is built like the rock, I guess I should say. He's built like a freaking cement wall. Um, in terms of booking when it comes to pro wrestling, the fake side, the storyline side... The theatric side, whatever you want to call it. When Vince McMahon was still running with the company and with the company, he told... Or he had Austin Theory as one of the top guys. Never with the World Championship, but just one of the most watched guys, winning matches. Um, he is a heel, he's a bad guy, so to speak. But... He... When Triple H took over and Stephanie McMahon took over... Uh, he's kind of on a losing streak. And when he cashed in his Money in the Bank, he didn't cash in on the World Championships. So in this case, Roman Reigns Championships. He's the undisputed WWE Champion. He has both of the world belts, world title belts. Austin Theory decided to cash in on the United States Championship, and he failed miserably. And then two, three weeks later, after everyone was complaining about his booking, saying how weak he is, like, oh, he's buried. And in a sense, he was. And by description, if you know what buried means in pro wrestling, go look it up. Um he's won he won the United States Championship and he's looked as dominant as ever. So, NC4 WWE wing Austin Theory. For the NBA it's Don uh Damian Damian Lillard, not Donovan Mitchell. I don't know why I almost said that. It's Damian Lillard. This week, these past 7 days he's put up 114 points, 9 rebounds, 23 assists, four steals. Free throw percentage has not missed a free throw. 23 three-pointers. And the Portland Trailblazers are 2-1 in that stretch with back-to-back wins over the Timberwolves. And a one-point loss to the Denver Nuggets. NFL, you got Trevor Lawrence. And I'll be honest, you also have Baker Mayfield. Trevor Lawrence, 30 for 42. 368 yards, three touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown to go along with that. Now, Baker Mayfield doesn't necessarily light up the scoreboard. 22-35, 230 yards, one touchdown, uh, and a thrilling victory over the Las Vegas Raiders on Thursday Night Football. I have an opinion on Baker Mayfield. And I've said it before. And I'll keep saying it. Uh, are there athletes you'll defend with your life? Like your fandom. Your fandom, I should say. Not necessarily fandom. But I would defend them with my life. One of them is Tony Gonzalez. We're not going to talk about him today. The other one's Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield in 2021. How many injuries did he have? And I'm not using injury excuses. I'm just kind of painting a picture. He had a shoulder injury. He had—I know his ribs were busted up. There's some—I know he had a. I'm pretty sure he had a concussion at one point last year. Had a busted up ankle or knee. And I know there was something wrong with his non-throwing hand or throwing hand at one point. And look at the Cleveland Browns roster—they have a very good defense, a very good offensive line, a heck of a running back tandem and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Decent receivers this year and last year. Nothing great, but they're good. I'd say better than the Chiefs receiving core. And you have a busted up quarterback, what are you going to do? Let's do a bunch of small throws, but let's not have him throw too much. We can rely on Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt. Don't have him throw deep. Don't have him do all that stuff. Don't have him take chances. He's hurt. Just get the ball out there. Baker Mayfield can do that. I'm not saying he's any great, but he can do that. Kevin Sapansky had him throwing 40 to 50 times a game, almost. Maybe I'm to go over exaggerating there, but that's what it feels like to me. That's my memory certainly, especially the game against the Green Bay Packers that pretty much solidified the Browns missing the playoffs. I think it was on I think it was on Christmas Eve they played last year. Kevin Stefanski's inability to coach a good quarterback or an average quarterback. Baker Mayfield's average. I'm not saying he's great at all. I just think he's good, and I think he deserves respect. He's a gamer. Not very good. Not close to elite. There's three tiers of quarterbacks here. There's the Tom Brady's of the world, there's the Alex Smith's, and there's the Ryan Leafs. Baker Mayfield on his best day is Alex Smith. On his worst day, I still believe he's nowhere near Ryan Leaf. Sure, he has a bit of an attitude problem. Sure, he thinks he can do it all himself sometimes. But to sit there and say he's trash is absurd. And maybe look at the whole picture, and not just look at the stat line. Baker Mayfield, I'll leave him with my life. Same with Tony Gonzalez. I'm sure there's other athletes out there, or wrestlers, or music artists out there, or even comic book characters. Okay, maybe not comic book characters, but you get my point. But that's InSkeeps 4. Awesome Theory, Damian Lillard, Trevor Lawrence, and Baker Mayfield. I am going to switch it up and do my NBA. Best of the West, Beast of the East. Let's get into the West. New Orleans Pelicans record eight. Eighteen and eight. The Pelicans, despite having had two starters, Brandon Ingram and either CJ McCollum or Herb Jones, out for each of their last seven games, but they've won all seven. Therefore, they're first and the best of the West. Next up is the Memphis Memphis Grizzlies. For the second straight season, the Grizzlies have got off to a rough start defensively. And for the second straight season, they've recovered quickly and have climbed into the top 10, joining the Celtics, Pelicans, as teams that rank in the top 10 on both ends of the floor. The Grizzlies' current five-game winning streak has been their best defensive stretch of the season. This is per NBA.com. 102 points allowed per 100 possessions, and they've had three straight opponents under a point per possession, having done so just once through their first 23 games. Next up I have the Denver Nuggets. Their record is 16-10, and their defense is holding them back, but their offense is one of the best in the league. They have shot better than 50% from the field in seven straight games, which is tied with a, with the Nets. And the Nets are off, are on a little nice run here. Surprise, surprise. Now to the East. The Beasts of the East. Beasts of the East. Starting off with, obviously, the Celtics. No, the Celtics. I'm kidding. 21-6. Obviously, they didn't show their best against the Warriors the other night on Saturday. Um, They allowed Curry and Klay Thompson to shoot 19 for 35 from outside the paint. But at the end of the day, they're 21-6 and have the best offense of the league, and their defense is in the top 10. Next up, again, surprise, surprise, is the Bucs. They're 19-7. While their offense is a little concerning, their defense is possibly the best in the league. However, they have the league's fifth ranked home offense. 117.2 points scored per 100 possessions. But their offense on the road is 30th. So that is concerning. But the record speaks for itself right now. The next up is Cleveland. This is for you. Can't believe I just said that. They are 17 and 10. They don't rank in the top 10 or the bottom 10 in any of the four factors, whether it's shooting, free throw rate, turnovers, or rebounds on offense. And they're not a high-volume team from point range. They're incredibly inconsistent on the three-point three range. But they win one accounts. The highs have included the game-ending fourth quarter, 21-6 to six run, 21 points on 11 possessions. That was against the Lakers last Tuesday. And the lows have included the game-ending drought. Zero points in the last ten possessions against the Kings on Friday. So, when they're high, they're high. When they're low, they're low. But right now, I'd say they're the third best East. It's a little early. A little early. But, I'm going to take a quick break. And then it is my NFL Week 15 picks and then my NFL tiers. Again, a bit of a twist. The last couple tiers won't really make sense, but I'll explain them. <laughs> And my NFL tears. I'm also now kind of getting away from the scoring. I'm just going with the over under minus three and a half or over under 43 and a half for Seahawks 49ers. That is Thursday Night Football. Also, sorry about my computer, it's making a weird noise. I think it's cooling itself up. I don't know. So we'll see. Seahawks 49ers. Um, 49ers are favorite minus three and a half. Brock Purdy put on put on a show against Tampa Bay and the GOAT. Um, 49ers favorite win solely based on defense. I'm okay with that. I would take the uh, 49ers and I think they meet the three and a half. I think they win by more uh, half a possession, four points. We got some Saturday games. Colts and Vikings. Vikings are favored minus four. I know they just were upset by the Lions. However, it's not really an upset for multiple reasons. One, the Lions have been putting on a show. They are playing their tails off right now. It's a rivalry game. And the Vikings are not what their record says they are. They're probably about the same as the Lions. Maybe a bit better. Um, But I would take them over the Colts at minus four. Ravens versus Browns. Could go either way. Browns are favored because of their defense and Tyler Huntley starting instead of Lamar Jackson. Despite what you think of Deshaun Watson and what I think of him, we're not going to talk about that right now. He hasn't played in two years, but he is looking a bit more comfortable. He looks a bit more comfortable against Cincinnati. I know they only put up 10 points, but again, he has not played football in two years. He looks okay. His arm looks okay. And forgetting everything that's been going on, he was a very exciting player and one of the top Young quarterbacks in the league. So if he can kind of get back into that groove a little bit, the Browns will be dangerous. And ignoring our opinions of him, he will be fun to watch. I am taking the Browns over the Ravens at minus three. Another side of the game, Dolphins versus Bills. Dolphins are struggling right now. And if the weather conditions turn out to be what they are, snow, snow, snow. I'm taking the Bills at minus seven and a half. I expect them to cover that. However, it could go either way. If weather conditions are just fine, I might give it to the Dolphins to kind of snap back out of it. Because the weather conditions were similar when the Jets were there. And Jets probably would have won if Mike White was not folded like a lawn chair. Next up, you have the Chiefs and the Texans. We're on Sunday's games now. Uh, Texans that give the Cowboys a scare. The Denver Broncos give the Chiefs a scare. You know, it's real nice seeing your favorite team's defense give up the most amount of points to the worst offense possibly of all time, who has not scored 18 points at all this season up until this week when they scored 28. Granted, it was off Mahomes' turnovers, so they kind of got the ball back, and Jerry Judy was torching our corners. And Steve Spagnolo refuses to think it's 2022. That's as he thinks it's 2007 or 2011, somewhere in there. Picking up what I'm putting down there. I do expect the Chiefs to fully cover. I think they kind of snap out of it and just kind of blow the Texans out of the water. I fully expect them to win probably by more than three possessions. Falcons versus Saints. Saints are favored to win. Do not take that. I would take the Falcons all day. Desmond Ritter will be starting. I think Desmond Ritter has a precise arm. Cowboys versus Jaguars, a game that could go either way. Now, the Cowboys aren't the Chiefs where they have major flaws. They have minor flaws. Well, they have a major flaw. It's their head coach. But I'm talking about their roster. At least right now, they don't have to worry about the head coach. They have to worry about him in about three weeks. Less than that. five. No, more than that. January 14th-ish. Unless they somehow get the first round by. If they get the first round by, they got about a month and a half to worry about Mike McCarthy. What I'm saying is, he's fine in the regular season. In the playoffs, he's going to kill you. Just ask Green Bay. But I will take the Cowboys over the Jaguars, although I'm very interested to see Trevor Lawrence, an SKU's forward member, try to make some noise here. Eagles at the Bears. Eagles are favored favored by minus nine. I really want to know why. I know the Bears have a decent defense. And I'd say they're slightly better than what their record says there. There is by maybe a couple games. However, Eagles, I'm taking the over minus. um, It's minus nine. I would definitely take the over on that if you're a betting man or woman. Jets versus Lions. Jets are favored by one. Depending on the health of Mike White and if Zach Wilson suits up or not, I'm giving it to the Lions right now. I'm taking the Lions. And uh, it probably be it'll be a, it'll be a close game. Uh, Jets are favored by one. I'm saying the Lions are gonna win by more than three. Nothing crazy. I tell you the most Lions win by maybe ten points. Steelers versus Panthers. Uh, I know the Panthers had a great game against Seattle last week, but that was kind of a one off. I actually think the, pay- the Panthers, for lack of a better word, suck. I know they have five wins. I mean that doesn't really mean anything, but. I'm going to take the Steelers and not want to trust our defense more. I trust Mike Tomlin. I just think Mike Tomlin needs to find a legitimate offensive coordinator or he is last, his last year in Pittsburgh will be coming up soon. Not this year by any chance, by any means, but... Cardinals versus Broncos, if Kyler Murray wasn't out, I would pick him, but Kyler Murray is out for the season he towards ACL last night against the New England Patriots. Giving that to the Broncos there. do they score more than eighteen points this time? Make me feel a little bit better. I mean it's just the Cardinals, but come on now. Patriots versus Raiders, I'm giving that to the Patriots all day. I know it's minus their favorite by one. Uh minus one, but just take it. Patriots all day. Bengals versus Buccaneers, a game that can go either way. Bengals are bound to throw in an upset or two when they're hot. But I'm taking the Bengals at minus three and a half. Titans versus Chargers, Titans are kind of beat up right now. They don't really have much of an offense besides Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill chucking it down to a bunch of no-names. Chargers minus three. Giants versus Commanders, Sunday Night Football, that will be a heck of a game. Um, the Giants have been kind of depleted as of late. I'm giving it to the Commanders, minus four and a half. Rams versus Packers, depending on what Baker Mayfield we get, if he has gelled with Sean McVay at all, and Alan Robinson and Van Jefferson, Cam Akers, he's still got Tyler Higby. It could go either way. I'm gonna give it to the Packers. They're still fighting for their season. I have a feeling Aaron Rodgers isn't done just yet. I think he's just kind of a prima donna when it comes to his retirement, unretirement, whatever. So I'm giving it to the Packers here. At minus seven, I'm actually going to take the under on that. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. I'm still trying to get all this verbiage correct. I'd say they win by three points. I think I think they win by field goal. I think the score is twenty to seventeen, something like that. The game is in L.A. If the game was in LA, okay maybe maybe but Packers fans travel well. It's not like LA has much of a home crowd or fans.
1: And they have fans, but that's nice to say they don't. But
0: it's just... Yeah, you get my point. That is Week 15. Let's get into my in my tiers. So there's a reason I'm doing my tears this way. Um, Spoiler alert, if you've never seen Black Adam, it's been out for about a month now, maybe a month and a half. So if you haven't seen it, that's your fault. I haven't seen it, but I saw what was so big about it. I saw the spoiler of the end credits, and I was excited. And the report came out that Henry Cavill... Well, what now, once again, most likely be out as Superman. There's no definitive answer. So Henry Cavill essentially quit as the uh, his main character on The Witcher. That is a show I will start watching when football season is over. You guys know my drill. I start binge-watching shows when football season is over. That I have not been watching. That is This is in Scoop Sports Entertainment. He has the entertainment portion mixed in with a little bit of sports. So, backstory here on the Henry Cavill. Great Superman, especially of this era. Better than Brandon Roof, in my opinion. Better than Tyler Hoechlin, and all time better than Christopher Reeves. And I realize maybe the first ever Christopher Reeves Superman movie was iconic. It really wasn't. It was good, but it, nah. It was better than the original Spider-Man from 1977. But that's That still doesn't... I don't know. Anyways. Henry Cavill came back as Superman in the post credit scenes on Black Item. And it turns out that was basically for no reason. So... What now? So with that being said, to honor DC and my opinions on superhero movies at the moment, and then a couple other things, here are my NFL tiers. Instead of Super Bowl contenders... This tier is Henry Cavill as Superman. The Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills, Philadelphia Eagles, and Cincinnati Bengals. I know, I just said the Bengals are kind of one to let themselves down on a hot streak. And then the Eagles, I don't see any weaknesses at all. Buffalo Bills, I do. Lack of a pass rush. Kansas City Chiefs, I do. Lack of a spine. When I mean lack of a spine, you could blow teams out. You know that, right? You could do it. You're blowing the Broncos out just fine. You could blow those teams out, and once you get to that point in the game, You can run the ball, but I know. You don't have a spine, or you have too much confidence, or you're overconfident. There's something missing, and it's mental. It's not physical. It's not plays. It's not talent. You have loads of talent. You have loads of playmakers on that defense, by the way. Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, Justin Reed, Juan Thornhill. Everybody's going to say they suck. They can't tackle. Well, they can make plays. I've seen them keep up, guys. They can make plays. By the way, the whole can't tackle argument... Almost no one in this day and age of football in the secondary wants to tackle. Sorry I coughed, that was unprofessional. So maybe I shouldn't have the Chiefs as the Henry Cavill as Superman. You know what? As of right now, I'm bumping, bumping the Chiefs down the tier. There are three teams I see winning the Super Bowl right now. Bills, Eagles, and Bengals. The Chiefs? No. Now, next up. More Superman. Christopher Reeves of Superman. Great guy, but he's not Henry Cavill. Um, again, Chiefs. Um, I'm gonna put them in the Super Bowl contender spot or hopeful spot. Super Bowl hopeful spot. Which is Christopher Reeve of Superman. Minnesota Vikings. I know I was saying they're not as good as their record set as there is. But they're still good. San Francisco 49ers. I partially want to bump them up after seeing Brock Purdy and that team that they put up that team they stomped into the ground on Sunday. But I'm gonna I'm gonna wait a minute. I'm just gonna wait. let's, let's see what happens on a short week against division rival in Seattle on Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. You're welcome, Jeff Bezos. Also, the Buccaneers, I'm not counting out that defense. I'm not counting out Tom Brady. I don't care. That was a major one-off. We want to talk about the Cowboys having a one-off. We want to talk about the Chiefs having a one-off. It wasn't. I assure you, it was not a one-off. The Buccaneers, that was a one-off. Yeah, they might lose again. They might not go to the Super Bowl. They might go one or another in the playoffs. That was not. Don't be fooled. Sorry, you got a message. Next up is the Dolphins again. I know they've been struggling. And you know, after this week, maybe I should kind of change this up a little bit. But I'm kind of I'm sticking with it. There's one-offs, okay? It's a week-to-week basis in the NFL. And the Dolphins are a super talented team. Tua's better than I thought he would be. Tyreek Hill and Waddle are balling out. I love Mike McDaniel as a head coach. Next up is the Cowboys Again. There's one reason they're not Super Bowl contenders more than Super Bowl hopefuls. Mike McCarthy. Next up, playoff contenders. Tyler Hecklett as Superman. Teen Wolf fans, CW fans, you know who I'm talking about. Why is he not any higher? In fact, maybe I should have him lower. He's not. He's good. But the show's poor quality. The acting's meh. Tyler Hoechlin's a good dude, he's a good actor He's a good Superman, he's a good Clark Kent He carries the show Again, the show's crap I watch it just because I think Tyler Hoechlin's a good actor I like superhero stuff And I like Superman yeah, Superman's not even my favorite superhero like, Not even top 5 in any category Any comic book uh, if, you did, if I did my top 5 Marvel right now Top 5 DC Superman's not in DC Obviously he's not in Marvel Titans Jets and Ravens they are playoff contenders because they will make noise in the playoffs they can make noise in the playoffs and then go somewhere in the playoffs and I sound crazy and you're probably laughing at me but I do not care next up is the MCU you know if it weren't for phase four being all jumbled together and you don't know what's going on it's good but you don't know what to, you don't know what to think so the MCU take a step back Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Seahawks. What do we think of those team? They're good, right? Can they win the NFC West? They That would be more of a top of, top of the conversation <laughs> if they beat the Panthers and the 49ers did not look dominant. <laughs> and they the Commanders. Is Taylor Heineke the real deal? I don't know. The Giants. Are they Were they not that good, or are they just really beat up right now? Las Vegas Raiders. Well, if it weren't for Baker Mayfield, this team would be tied for a wildcard spot. No, they would not be tied for a wild card spot. My bad. Detroit Lions. How quick will it get out of the MCU tier to the Tyler Hicklin tier? Because I, I see that happening at the end of the year. Next up is the Chargers. Maybe I should swap them and the Dolphins, but I'm not going to. Because it was a one-off. It was the first complete game ever the Chargers put on. And I'm chalking this up as a bad California trip for the Miami Dolphins. Next up is the DCU. The DC Cinematic Universe. DC Comics Cinematic Universe. Um, I don't know what's going on. There's things to like about it. But overall, it sucks. The New England Patriots. I like Mac Jones saying stuff about the offense. Puffing his chest out. I like that the offense can put up some points once in a while. I like the defense. I love Bill Belichick, but oh my god, it's crap. My goodness, it's crap. Cleveland Browns. Deshaun Watson. He's a creep. Hasn't played football in two years. But the past couple of weeks, dude's still got an arm. He's still quick with that football. He's got that quick snap. He's still a little fast. He can still evade the pocket. He's not... Half bad. Got a good offensive line, good running back tandem, some decent receivers, a good defense, a head coach with half a brain. That's okay, that's not good. But overall, it's crap. Next up is Pride. I ran out of superhero stuff. They're playing for Pride. Arizona Cardinals. Especially the Cardinals right now. I'm sorry. They're playing for Pride. Kyler's hurt. And Cliff Cairnsbury have been fighting. DeAndre Hopkins was suspended. Kyler Murray likes Call of Duty more than the NFL. Sometimes I don't blame him. The Jacksonville Jaguars, they're playing for pride. But they are good. Trevor Lawrence is good. Anybody who said he was going to be a backup, no, he's good. Is he a generational talent? No, but he's good. Remember, he's in that Alex Smith tier. Atlanta Falcons. Desmond Bruder. They're playing for pride. Chicago Bears. They found their quarterback, but they don't have anything else. They're playing for pride. Los Angeles Rams. Baker Mayfield and Sean McVay are playing for pride. Indianapolis Colts. Please keep Jeff Saturday as head coach. That guy is so likable. Next up is the tier, the Kurt Angle tier. You know what Kurt Angle is, right? One of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Pro wrestlers and freestyle wrestlers, Olympic wrestlers. He won a gold medal with a broken neck in 1996 in Atlanta. The year I was born, by the way. One of the greatest entrance songs of all time. However, it had a certain tune to it whenever that sound would hit, it'd be like, you suck. You suck. Yeah, you guys suck. New Orleans Saints, you guys suck. Carolina Panthers, you guys suck. Denver Broncos, you guys obliterate the word suck. Houston Texans, I, I actually, you know what? Houston Texans are at a different tier. Call the Tennessee Titans. and sees the re- greater rebrand to the Houston Oilers. That's all I got for you today. Instinct Sports Entertainment, episode 95. I'm out of here. Thank you.